Yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome back, everyone, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Bowes, and sadly, Maddie G could not make it today, but that is all right because we have a guest who is not only a wonderful personality, a rec- world record breaker, um, but uh, a wonderful entertainer as well. Uh, today's guest, of course, is Joy Chapman. Joy, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Anthony. It's great to be here. Excellent. Uh, so um, I had to ask you right off uh, before we get into anything today. Um, what was it like to to like what what goes through someone's mind when you're thinking I can beat a world record? So many things. Um, <laughs> that was uh, because I was doing it because it was something I knew I could do mm-hmm. um, because my little niece, Sarah found out she was like, cause I was teaching my niece and nephew vocal lessons and they know where I scale. And I was like, I wonder how common it is for a girl to be scaling off the end of the piano. And I wonder how low I can go, but how do I measure myself beyond a piano? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so um, those kind of questions. So she looked it up and it was like, Oh, it's only D2. You start your singing, singing scales at C2. So it's like, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Um, So it was sort of like, oh, I can do that. And I I had my album coming out. So I thought it would be a great kind of publicity stunt, shall we say, to have a Guinness World Record. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like the album. Yeah, it's like it's like any type of competition out there, win or lose. Uh, I mean, God, God forbid anything happened and you got a little horse in the voice or something. You couldn't do it. Uh, I mean, the fact that you were still attempting it is good timing for the release of an album, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just, um, and there's just so many things involved in in doing a world record, which you you don't realize until you get into it, uh, because the the laundry list of details for how to achieve it is, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's like getting a car. I can right? go lower. I can do this. I can do that. And it's like <laughs> you you go. That's right. Let's see how far you can go. That's right. Um, and, you know, it's really interesting because it's 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 like uh, it's like trying to buy like a car, right? You're thinking I'm going to go get a car today, and then you realize, wait a minute, there's a lot in behind the scenes of just getting a car. Uh, you know, you a lot of different uh, insurance things you have to check. Uh, you know, like going and registering new plates and all these different things. And and I would imagine a book of world records is is no different than that right i mean you gotta call in people and and i'm sure before you happen because i mean you don't want to get all these people to show up and then suddenly you're not prepared or you're just like oh you know what i didn't have enough water last night (laughs) that that is the trick and and also on that little tidbit because one of the rules is that you're not allowed anything before the world record so you have to be on camera an hour before Mm-hmm. The camera can't be off of you. You have to be on there so that they make sure you didn't inhale gases. You didn't, you know, take anything, no gum, no candy, no nothing. So the only thing that's allowed is water. Okay. But on that little note, make sure you go to the bathroom 
an hour before the, you know, right before that hour, because that camera is going to be going with you into the bathroom. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then you know how you have nerves? So it's like. Then you're like, uh, I can't go with you standing there. <laughs> I'm like, um, really need to go pee because, you know, the pee nerves can end up and it's like, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're just about to pour. You know what? I wonder if, if you've ever seen, uh, uh, I wonder if that happened to Fergie uh, from Black Eyed Peas. I don't know if you've ever seen that where she goes on to perform on stage and in the middle, she pees herself. <gasps> Oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a video out there. Uh, yeah, if you if you type in, uh, I think it's Fergie pees herself or something. Um, she was, uh, I, I guess they were all prepared to go on stage and and they had a couple of drinks or something. And then she thought she had to go and then she couldn't. And then she got on stage and sure enough, right in the middle of her performance, she pees herself. <laughs> but she just keeps on going like as if it never happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what are you going to do? Exactly. But hey, you know, that's actually a good gimmick. Because I bet you that video has a ton of views. I bet. <laughs> Apparently, all you have to do is pee your pants on stage nowadays. Who would have known? <laughs> right, right. Or the Janet Jackson, you know, a little wardrobe right. malfunction or, you know. But that's a little sexier. So it's true. maybe I'll go for the wardrobe malfunction. It would be a lot better than, of course, being known as the person who pees your pants on stage, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't, I don't think you ever live that down. I mean, your yeah, parents well. tell you this for years. You know, go to the bathroom <laughs> before you leave on a trip. The last thing you want to do is pee yourself. So. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So we've got uh, some news today. Uh, speaking of, of course, embarrassing things that are out there, the world never fails to uh, to entertain us. So uh, today's article, our first headline is emergency crew rescues sex doll after mistaking it for drowning woman. <laughs> this happens. I, I, apparently, people either misplace or discard their sex dolls. And, and I don't understand this because... As no, far as I why know, these things you? cost a lot of money. So <laughs> I know. And then, I mean, what? Were they not in the mood? Like, I don't when know. When did they lose the mood? They didn't have the text <laughs> disappear. I thought it would be busy being in use. Right? You know? I, I mean, is it just like one day you're just like, you know what? You don't put out enough? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really strange. We talked back last night. I heard noises. <laughs> I wasn't expecting those. Right. <laughs> you <Yeah>. blow, doll. <laughs> You walk into the you walk into the house. Who's in here? I heard someone. <laughs> it's a good thing that you know. Maybe he was a paranoid schizophrenic. You never know. So, um, but this one actually happened uh, outside of. Um, it's actually the northern coast of Japan. So someone, of course, uh, was a. Um, uh, an Instagram uh, person who, of course, our personality who was out and uh, watching the water because they were looking for some wildlife and a bit of a fishing trip. And they had come across a body floating towards them. Uh, so sure enough, uh, this person had uh, instantly called the police thinking, oh, my God, there's a dead body in the water. And uh, they had referred to it as like being a, um, a scene out of a Blues Brothers movie where almost <laughs> an abnormal amount of search and rescue people and ambulance drivers and police all rushed to the scene. And uh, to which when they go to turn the body and fish them out, they realized at that exact moment that it was a sex doll. And uh, apparently, I, I, you know what, I guess in my world, I would imagine that if I was like a first responder and you're thinking, oh, my, the worst, and you're going to show up at these things. Um, I think personally, I'd be a little pissed that I got called into another body that turns out just to be a sex doll or a piece of garbage that was in the water. Right. Um, but apparently, a lot of these people had a really, really good sense of humor and uh, they were 
I Did guess, she have a return if lost kind of thing on her? No, no. no. And, and, no? and, and it's well, maybe that's why they weren't pissed. They got to keep her. <laughs> right. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody in their right mind would put a return to sender on a sex doll. Cause then outright, if you ever did lose it or someone came across it, I don't think you'd want to be like, Oh, it's not mine. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So well, some are marrying them these days. So it's true. <laughs> yes. We've had a few people or a few articles on the show about, uh, People not only that who have married them, but I don't know if you heard, but the recent one uh, that was a very, very famous uh, one out of uh, Russia. The man actually is now filing for divorce. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe it was going to be like one of those Russian dolls and it started giving birth to other ones. You know? <laughs> Just the nesting dolls. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> it's giving birth to more of them. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps, that would actually be the ultimate surprise, right? <laughs> I wasn't planning to be a parent. There's <laughs> just a whole yeah. bunch of them fall out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that almost sounds like a fantastic gimmick idea. I think, I, honestly, you should go into that if and, and create it. I think you'd be rich as just if anything, uh, you know, a high end sex doll that that just after like maybe a year suddenly opens up and a bunch of like baby dolls fall out. <laughs> and you blow them up and they become bigger and full size oh, adults. Oh <laughs> <laughs> but the more beautiful version or you know <laughs> maybe it's the blending between the two of you <laughs> <laughs> right you got to take some photographs of them and then you, you make sure that they get yeah. molded and oh my god this this business is already taking off on its own so it's high <laughs> <end>. <laughs> so needless to say out of this particular article nobody was hurt uh, uh everybody was happy on scenes in the end so uh although it doesn't say if whether or not this person actually did get back to uh their owner or not so <laughs> that's okay that's okay uh we have another article here and this one of course is out of good old florida we're always happy with florida ones so uh, that that seems to be going good these days. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I, like I said, uh, Florida never seems to fail to uh, to disappoint. So, no. The headline on this one is: Florida woman horrified to find nearly one billion in her bank account. First of all, she's a fucking liar. I'm sorry. <laughs> nobody. The, the term horrified to find. Nobody will ever say I'm horrified to find one billion dollars in my bank account. Yeah. Right? Would, would you, if you, if you came along and you opened up the ATM, you went to get 20 bucks out and you saw your statement sitting around a billion dollars? Like, and I'm talking, it's $999,875,000 and change. And why was she disappointed? So, there <laughs> we go. That's a good question. Uh, this woman basically was trying to get the money out. And, and the irony in this was when she went to get the money she saw there was like billion and of course she was horrified thinking oh i've been hacked or this this money can't be mine and and you know she's seen stories of people who've quickly taken the money out and then had to pay it all back uh so she kind of waited a bit and then eventually went to uh it was a, a city bank and was inquiring as to why they had th th not only why why was there almost a billion dollars in her account? But when she went to withdraw money, it said that she was overdrawn and they were going to charge her her addition to take the money out. Now, there is a lot of questions that sit on this particular article. But what I really loved was not only is she lying that there was a horrified to find a billion dollars, but Citibank's explanation is even bigger lie. 
which is amazing. They stated that the error in the bank account was to ensure, uh, ensue curiosity for her to come in so that they could let her know that her bank is actually in arrears. Now, do you think that any professional company out there would be like, well, we can't get a hold of them. Let's put a billion dollars in their bank account to see if they'll come in and ask us, hey, where did all this money come from? No, let's go back to the point B or the point A where it's where it's like you take the money and run, <laughs> right? Like nobody is going to follow up with the, the bank saying, oh, I think there's an error. What's going on? How come you gave me a billion dollars? So it, it not only was it just funny that she had said like, oh, I'm so like this is horrible. But for the bank to turn around and say, no, 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 that was just our ploy to get you in. I, I was just like, okay, just someone's got to admit somewhere that there was a mistake that happened. And it, and it was either Citibank, because Citibank has had some weird uh, things over the last couple of years about money that had gone into people's accounts that shouldn't have been in there, uh, or people who had had their money withdrawn, that that was an accident. And and I feel like this is another one of those weird banking clerical errors that Citibank still won't fess up to and say, hey, we made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> right? And a billion dollar mistake. Not even a million dollar mistake, a billion dollar mistake. Somebody should be getting fired. Someone has to get fired, you know? Like, I, I, I mean, I've worked for companies where money has gone missing and someone's just like, that's okay, we'll find it. And it was it was a considerable sum of money that my head's been around. I'm like, I I'm sorry, did you say how much has gone missing? And, uh, and yeah, but I mean, never in the billions. <laughs> So, I mean, there's there's, there's whole countries that could use that money, <laughs> let alone one person. So, um, I thought that was really funny in today's news, where like not not uh, only was someone, I don't know, like I mean, if I think even if a thousand dollars got but an extra thousand dollars was in my account, I would be happy and be like, woohoo! I was horribly disappointed that it wasn't real money. Not I was horribly terrified that that, that there was an extra thousand dollars in my account. Yeah. <laughs> So exactly, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this person is just has a wonderful flair for the dramatic, and or is just a, a habitual liar. I don't. <laughs> so interesting, interesting. Um, what would you do with a billion? No, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of those questions. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is. Yes. Maybe we'll, we'll just have to up the value now. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yes, the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, so you've let us know a little bit about how this come about. Um, I mean, has it ever been one of those things that you've thought in your in your lifetime that, hey, there's a lot of crazy things in the world. I would like to be part of this and, and see if I can break a record. No, I don't think it really was a thing that I, you know, I've always heard of the Guinness World Records. And but yeah, yeah it mm. was never really on my radar, I guess, up until just recently. And, you know, and then I was just just curious what the record was, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and then and then I was like, that's it. Yeah, that's all. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> and and see, so that's my thing, because I mean, how many times I've seen, I mean, I grew up watching, I mean, the Guinness Book of World Records even had a TV show at one point. And, um, and it was always interesting, because I'm thinking, some of the crazy things people came up with, I was like, there's got to be something out there that I excel at, and I don't even know about it. Uh, uh, uh how about toilet things? I, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't, I, I mean... I don't know. I, because, I, because they, they, they had a thing and I, I was doing a comparison because my manager, of course, because now we're following some stuff from Guinness. Of course. <laughs> and some of the crazy stuff that comes, 
out. Um, (laughs) In this case, it really did. Um, (laughs) Go on. I did. (laughs) A lady decided to to, um, have the longest excrement from her bowels, and she did it on a bowling alley. So the the like unbroken on the bowling lane bowling alley. So she did she she had like a little cut I think in her pants and went along and and shit for twenty six feet. Really? Yeah. Longest continuous longest continuous. Wow. Longest continuous <laughs> that is disgusting and amazing all at the same time. I mean, I I, I mean uh, the only other person I have ever known to like habitually clog a toilet is my youngest child, which I mean still amazes me to this day. And and I but I mean I I God, I hope that she never decides to just be like, I'm gonna defecate down the side of this this bowling alley and see how long I can go. I mean, do they put her on like a like one of those scooter boards and pull her along as she going, or does she have to do this like no, weird she, kind of duck walk she was, as she's she was, yeah, she was walking and doing it like yeah the 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 like you know just kind of squat walking all the way along yeah (laughs) it was the prettiest record ever done (laughs) wow uh i i have more questions i mean you you missed that pun (laughs) no i got it i just i I just my my head has just got so many so many questions there i'm like how much food do you eat do you do you decide that there's a, a specific diet you have beforehand to make sure that you're not constipated like do, do no you- that's what she did she she did not poop for a week and and then and high fiber diet okay okay you know what i'm still i'm still bemused by how my child who will turn around and say i'm not pooping today like it's just not gonna happen and and she will she has been known to hold it for a week and and maybe that is my the record secret. is four four weeks You've gone four weeks my, without pooping? My personal best, yes, on a trip when I was a child. Yeah. Wow. Is that yeah. just like one of those, like, you're very particular about the toilet you use, or it was just like you went Everything. to different people and you're like, ah, there's too many people around. I don't want to. Exactly. All of all of the above. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm, I manage my bodily functions very efficiently. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is like, That's I what mean. you call truly anal retentive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a steel trap. <laughs> that is amazing control. I got to tell you, no, there's now I completely understand how now you can bring your voice so low if you've got that much control over your body. <laughs> it's one of those weird things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is just amazing. <laughs> so, um, you know what? I, I think as a child, I was the complete opposite. I mean, if I went into a mall, all I had to do was walk into a bookstore and then I'd be like, nah, I got to go. I, I got to find a." So I was the weirdest child where, I mean, as soon as I'd get into a mall, I'd have to instantly know where the bathroom was because I knew I would eventually want to go into the bookstore and look around for a book or something. And I get but so relaxed in a bookstore. Uh, no, yeah, I, no, but, I think but, even even no, then they wouldn't even, they wouldn't let you take the book in uh-huh. with you. So well, that ruins the whole experience. I know it's true, <laughs> but but you have to remember back then uh, they didn't have like bathroom. It wasn't it wasn't like um, uh, a chapters or something where they have bathrooms in them. Like you had to go walk three quarters away down a mall, so you had to mentally plan, like thinking, okay, if the bookstore's here and the bathrooms three quarters away down the mall, either I have to walk about uh, three kilometers an hour <laughs> to to get there in time, and or the moment you feel like you have to go, you got 
to drop that book and go. So, um, and, or, and, or the people that put catheters in and stuff like that when they're at casinos. It's and true. Like Adult that. diapers, man, I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew yep. about that when I was in college. That would have made a big difference, yeah. but, uh, no. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, an ambulance driver, I knew he had bets going with the, with the guys on, on something and, drinking in the table and not going to and they were just like and he was drinking and drinking they couldn't understand how he wasn't going to the bathroom but he didn't install the catheter yeah yeah that's that's the break the seal competition right so whoever breaks the seal first has to pay yeah we used to do that as well <laughs> except for that's what i'm saying i wish i knew about adult diapers but i i gotta tell you i i could never catheterize myself i mean that is it, it is like the one thing that makes my skin crawl. I mean, I, it, it's like when watching people like put, like give themselves needles and stuff. Like it makes me want to barf, like even thinking about that. And, uh, so, uh, no, I, th- that can go horribly wrong. If you don't know what you're doing, uh, especially for a man, let me tell you, it's going to go the wrong way eventually yeah. in life. Like it, it just yeah. kind of well, makes that, a new that shape. Was an ambulance driver. So he was experienced. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Oh, wow. Who would have known? This is a great yeah. conversation. Guinness Book of World Records. You know, uh, so uh, yesterday, yesterday apparently was a really good day for Guinness Book of World Records. There was another, uh, there was a woman out of the US who just broke a, a, a world record for um, the most watermelons destroyed with her thighs. Oh. Yeah, she was able to crush three full-size watermelons in 7.2 seconds. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that is a waste of watermelons or something to be afraid of. It, it was, uh, I, I'm kind of horrified and watching this. Me of that James Bond movie. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, as this oh. is happening, I'm like, this is like James Bond. I mean, this is how like exactly. the femme fatales like kill people, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, they, I definitely think that she, she would, uh, this would be her weapon of choice is, is clearly her own thighs. Well, they should just advertise her and have her, her specialty is the thigh master. Right. I think she would destroy a thigh master. Like it yeah, would be, know. yeah. You know, that's <laughs> this true. Is for you. you too can now squish water. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think she'd be a perfect child. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, actually, in the time that she's doing this, I thought it was also interesting because she's, it's literally exploding. This, this, this watermelon is exploding and pieces are flying everywhere. And she's just not even clearing the old watermelon. She's just putting the new watermelon in its place. And I'm thinking, well this is going to be difficult because now she's got like a one and a half watermelons there nope she just crushes it through and grabs the next one i'm just thinking i kind of feel bad for the person who has to clean up after this woman (laughs) (laughs) so uh you know what that was that was interesting because that seemed to pop up in in my feed as well which i don't understand why i mean maybe because i was i was doing a little bit of research on you and and suddenly now my phone thinks i want to know everything about either Guinness Book of World Records or watermelons. I, I, it's there. It's there. So I'm surprised I actually didn't come across the the 27 foot poop or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, that was 26, 26 and a half feet. I love that. That is a fact that is now drilled into you and your team. That is always going to be there. You're going to remember the 26 and a half foot poop. Yeah, well, because then I was, of course, busy doing calculations, and I'm like, can I beat that? if you've got the ability to still hold it for four weeks and not get actually hospitalized let me tell you i think you could i think you could Um, that's what i was doing the calculations and i'm like just (laughs) imagine my manager's like like don't even think about no no (laughs) you don't want to be synonymous with that one too no (laughs) 
Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Go with the watermelon crushing one. Apparently it's not as, as bad for your career. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, you know what? I mean, I think I, I, I mean, cause I'm still now curious about this woman. I mean, does she had, did she have to like practice the walk in poop? Like, I mean, maybe this is like, I'd be horrified to see what this poster person's house would be like, because I mean, I mean, I guess at this point, toilets are out Those the, out the rule. Those questions I also had because, you know, I'm I'm assuming she also put in, because I'm assuming this was probably not a record that had been done before. <laughs> God, if it has, I tell you. I, I know, I'm going, okay. Uh, because, it, and they always make it more difficult because the, the funny thing about Guinness is that um, they have a nasty habit of changing the rules oh, whenever really? they like Interesting. And at whatever time they like. So okay. you can be in the middle of your world record and they add rules. Well, that would just make you clinch right up and pinch it off. <laughs> well, that's why I had such a bad vocal experience because I can usually go a lot lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having troubles that day because we'd had so many things and screw ups and the rules are all over the place and to def- find where all these little things and then they throw new things at you. And then I didn't even know about that where they just last minute, literally I I find it almost after the fact, Oh, they changed the rules again. Right. While I was doing the Guinness world record, they added more things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just, and now they've changed them yet again. So I'm pretty sure nobody will ever break my world record. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I mean, I, I, I don't know who decides on these things or what they're measuring because it's gotten to the ridiculous. So it's like, mm. I, I don't know who makes sounds, especially when you're talking sub bass. Yep. And they want the microphone three feet away to be measuring this accurately. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> really strange. Feet. Right. That's, it's like, what, what, at no point is, if, is anybody ever doing vocals, they want to be able to do that and project that far away. Uh, it seems really weird. I mean, I, I would have thought, if anything, they would want to bring it closer, but, uh, yeah, it, it was just, yeah, the, the, the laundry list now has gotten, cause I was planning to re break my record and I actually was in for it. And yeah. I just got noticed like a few days ago and the list went like this. <laughs> it really? was just like, <laughs> and I'm no. going, and then I'm reading it to Dave, my manager, and I'm going, hmm. It's like, only if someone <laughs> tries to beat me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> too much work. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's gotten to the stupid point. So okay, yeah, and yeah. and the and the type of witnesses that you have because it was hard enough for me to find the witnesses that I had to find. Yeah, you know, because there's like two sound engineers. You've got to also have the um, yeah, and they all have to have their accreditation because there's lots of sound engineers that we found out that are actually very famous sound engineers. And then when you go to find out whether they actually have their credential papers, they don't. Oh, really? Yeah, it's amazing. And, and they're Juno award winning, you know, they could be Grammy uh, and they don't have their engineering papers. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I, well, geez, I just saw my brother have posted up. Apparently I had a habit of testing everybody's bathroom. So that's, uh, that's a good thing to remember. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. (laughs) Um, That's fantastic. Hey, James. So I I gotta, like, when you, when you started this, I mean, did you receive like a package of like, okay, you want to do this? This is our official list. And, and yet they still decided to change it. And then, like, did they, 
if it, is it because you broke the record now they had to make some changes or is it just one of those things that it's just constantly in flux that someone said oh you know what maybe we should have done this a little bit differently and and then someone's like oh that's a good idea we should probably add that to the list yeah we don't know because th- that was the thing because the the video guys because they did extra video pieces on me and did stories on me and um from Guinness and mm-hmm. they they really uh, loved working with me and so they're like can you break more records and uh, and so they and I said because they also know I can go really high and yeah. I've done some high we actually have a C10 that I've recorded and okay. so I've gone like into the high whistle range almost as high as and like four notes below the Georgia Brown um, but they, they put on my little video clip in there about this boy and he was doing like up near the end of the piano there mm-hmm. but he was just kind of skipping up there like because on my record they make you do every single note going down like you have to you know in octaves yes yeah and uh yeah so it's it's um so I, i was asking them well do they make you go all the way up and you know and then they wanted only vocal larynx usage okay so you had to to uh, have people certify that was a new thing that they added on while I was doing my world record. Oh, wow. Um, uh, so, oh, it must come from the vocal larynx. And I'm like, as in, instead of my what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so other than what? They like sticking a, like, yeah. an instrument up your nose to make sure that there's no nasal thing happening as well? Or. <laughs> Yeah, you know, things. you just your mind. Yeah, I know. You just kind of yeah. <laughs> little pipes put into every orifice of your body to make sure, and you're just like, well, if you keep that happening, I'm gonna break another record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. so, so I'm asking him. Well, before I say yes, I'll break a record. Um, can you provide me with the rules? Because I know they're changing goalposts. So I just didn't even want to go through the bother of doing all this effort putting in for a record when it. Then you get your laundry list back, and they've changed all these things, and it's like. Yeah, well, there's. I'm not even going to (laughs) bother. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) So uh, yeah, so it's just it's it's a little bit nuts there on on what what they do, but um, uh, so yeah, they 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 had me doing everything from they wanted uh, Baba Black Sheep done (laughs) as low as possible. Okay. And uh, so because they were fighting me on the note too, which was hilarious because I was C one. 33.57 33.57 hertz although i have accurately actually scaled down to e0 wow <laughs> at 20 hertz but we we couldn't the sonogram stops there so we don't have measuring equipment so and tim say, storms would not answer me i have asked you know and tried to reach out but apparently a lot of people have and he just doesn't seem to want to because i'm like well how are you measuring yours but then i'm like maybe he's afraid a girl's gonna beat him i don't oh, know maybe so oh that's excellent uh wonderful everybody by the way thanks for uh, messaging and i see there's a lot of messages popping up and uh, a lot of interest so it's uh, it's fantastic uh i I just a couple of things in there i did notice that uh oh there's a okay the thing's got a little bit further on this one um when you actually uh got into into music in general like so how long how long have you been singing for uh well i started when I was a, a, a child okay. um, doing music, my mom was a music school teacher, so she had Royal Conservatory piano, and I also took guitar lessons, so I did kind of guitar and piano since, you know, you're like five years old or whatever you're playing since, So yeah. and then in the churches and choirs and 
and school. And so that whole, but then I owned a spa for a lot of years okay. until I had a car accident. So um, I didn't really do a lot during that period. So I had that break. And then after the car accident, and I couldn't really do my massage therapy and all that kind of stuff anymore and the health and wellness stuff. And so I uh, decided my other passion, what do I love? Because I never felt like I worked a day in my life. And I worked like 12, 18 hours a day, but I just, I loved what I did. Yeah. And I loved my business and I used to do public speaking and do different things. And I loved every aspect of it, but, um, so it's like, it's a whole lifetime change. Cause it's like all of a sudden now I can't do that. So it's Which like, what else do, do yeah. I feel like that about? And I was like, I didn't so much with piano playing. Like I can read some music and play, but I, yeah. even when I was a kid, I kind of, bucked against it a bit because <laughs> I, I was just, really bad at that I, I, I love playing yeah, the piano I really, but I didn't like reading the music I, I I played by ear all the time yeah and I just didn't I didn't enjoy what they were the way they were teaching and stuff and it was yes. just not enjoyable but I always loved vocalizing mm -hmm. so I love making animal noises so I grew up on a farm so I was making all I mimic everything so uh, it's like, I just love mimicking all the little animals. So they'd say something to me and then I say it back to them. And, <laughs> and, uh, that, that was kind of my, my thing. So I always had this vocalizing thing. So, um, and, and also poetry and songwriting. Cause I just, I, I always say I'm sort of like a Taylor Swift, you know, piss me off 10 minutes later, you've got a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like my venting. It's like, okay. <laughs> and out it comes. Very poetic though. <laughs> Do you know, some of the, uh, some of the biggest, um, uh, voiceover artists out there, they started off as children and just mimicking things. Um, I know that, uh, the, uh, like some of the, the people from, um, Futurama and stuff, uh, they, they were, um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on, on the, 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 the main character's name who plays Fry, but he, uh, is, of course, has done everything from Ren and Stimpy and all the way up and through the ages. And, and he said he used to, uh, stand outside of electrical box up from his house because it had this interesting hum and he would constantly sit there trying to mimic it until he got it. And that's the premises behind a Zoidberg character came from that, that hum of this electrical box. Uh, Ooh. so it's, it's very Billy interesting. West. Billy West, yes. Oh yeah, he's absolutely hilarious, and uh, and that's where a lot of his his characters came from. So it was really really neat. Yeah, I did that with mosquitoes. Did you? That was really fun on camping trips. <laughs> wow, you must have then, annoyed everybody because at the moment they go to sleep. I, <laughs> yeah, well, wait, or you're behind somebody, so then you just start the little buzz, and then and then I could do the little land. <laughs> 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 that's fantastic. I, you know, and, and to me, that's the, the only thing I can't stand about camping or, or, I mean, I even live near the woods and everything, um, is I, I, you know, I can get over mosquitoes. It's not a big deal, but the moment they get into your house at night and you can't see them, but you can hear the damn thing, you know, it's going to like try to like land on your ear or something or suck the side of your head in the middle of the night, you know, and then I got to force, like put a sheet over my head. Cause I'm just like, it's not going to happen to me or I have to turn on the light and destroy that thing. So, um, that, that would yeah, be obviously yeah, a running joke. <laughs> that'd, be like, that'd be a running joke <laughs> if you were doing that and just pissing people <laughs> off with mosquitoes. <laughs> That's great. So, so of all the things that you've mimicked, of course, what is your favorite? Hmm. Uh, well, let's see. One <laughs> oh, of the funny ones is, is you, you never want to be my boyfriend or husband. <laughs> Do you just walk <laughs> around mimicking them all day long? 
<laughs> well, yes, we're doing male voices in very inopportune times. <laughs> that would actually be absolutely hilarious. I don't know. I, I might, I'm one of those people. If you can't have a good sense of humor, especially around then, like I, I don't know. That's that's really funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, now now I want now I want to hear what you sound like as a guy. <laughs> well, I don't know, Anthony. <clears throat> um, I haven't been doing this for a bit, but I'm sure I could uh, kind of do that. You know, if you need a truck driver, whatever you need, you know, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the voicemails you would leave on anybody's system. I have. <laughs> I used to have one. Yo, yo, you know what to do. Leave your name. I'll get back to you. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See, this would be really good because I mean, that's um, you know, just like Nancy Cartwright. I mean, starting off doing Bart Simpson, everything. It was just all lowering that voice, and uh, you know. So, I mean, if you decide that you don't want to do a musical career, clearly you could work on on voiceovers because uh, that would. Well, uh, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, it's just apparently hard to break into, but I'm. I'm hoping that maybe somebody will see me sometime and go, hey. It's true. Well, you definitely have to. Because I did like Santa. Oh, you didn't see my Santa Claus drink on my beer last night either, did you? No. Wow, there's so you many things. Okay, so this is <laughs> this is great because I I think uh, you're gonna have to let everybody know the list of these really funny things that you've done because uh, as you mentioned earlier, there, there's definitely some cool, really funny. Because I did two versions of it, so it's on it's on my album, and the the last single release I did was the second version because I released the first version of Santa Claus drank all my beer last night, um, in the fall of 2019, and then but I did two versions because uh the uh, guy that was recording us, uh, he was like, I think you should have a really interesting voice on this because my album doesn't sound like one person either because I keep, <laughs> I've done so much mimicking my different voices. Like I have one that's a very sentimental song. When was the day our love died? And Dolly Parton voice kept coming out. And I'm like, pull back the Dolly, pull back the Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the single we're putting out and pushing right now to radio is could have been yes. And uh, that one, it sounds like Shania Twain wrote it, and it sounds like a Shania me doing Shania because I did some Shania tribute work. Hundred percent. So it sounds yes. like Shania is singing it. So like, I listened to that one yesterday. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's true. That. You're like a dead ringer for Shania Twain in that one. So that was uh, <laughs> it was really good. That's yeah. what's funny. So so on Santa Claus drank all my beer last night. So I was driving to the studio, and I all of a sudden realized I was like, oh, this idea happened. I'm like, I could be an elf. How about an elf voice? So um, I ended up doing three-part elf har harmonies. Oh, so proud. And doing low elf is very hard, by the way. Because um, <laughs> it's like thinking, what does a low elf sound like? What does a low elf sound like? Yeah, because it's going to be kind of high-pitched and yet scratchy and, and low, right? So Yeah, so it's like, yeah, because I was doing Santa Claus drink on my beer last night. No, what a crazy Christmas flight. What do you know? It's Rudolph too. Keeps that red nose shining through. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I know because people think I do computer generated stuff or whatever, and it's like no, no, it's actually all natural. Sadly, <laughs> well, no, that's that's amazing that you brought that up because uh, you know I I can't. Um, Unfortunately, like so, I, I I'm a big fan of the Black Eyed Peas. I really do love their music. However, uh, it became um, quite apparent after seeing them live uh, how auto tuned and, and generated they really are in real life. And um, 
I mean, they, they're quite good showmen, uh, you know, other than, of course, peeing on stage. But uh, I, I definitely found that a lot of artists nowadays, uh, there is so much uh, electronic reconstruction on voices and stuff. So to be able to naturally do this and apply that to your music is truly bringing things back to a proper vocal talent, right? I mean, you look at, um, and I bring this up every time we talk about uh, older music, because I mean, of course, I'm a huge fan of 80s music. And um, I mean, you look at someone like Rod Stewart, and and um, some of the other gentlemen back in those days who were not very good looking artists, but my God, could they sing. And then now you see everybody and everybody who sings is fantastic looking. And I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell happened to, happen to the talented, ugly people out there? I'm almost insulted that everybody's got to look really good. You can't tell me that every one of these beautiful people have fantastic voices. So, and, and it really makes you wonder, like, how many of these people have the look, but they're they're auto-tuned, or when they do concerts, they're playing record, pre-recorded music and stuff, right? And, and exactly. That- well, and a, and a lot of famous, because um, I actually was at one point, um, uh, I, 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 I am the Black Widow, by the way. I hang my head in shame. Um, <laughs> I've managed to pull off two husbands. So, so oh, okay. um, <laughs> one of them was a head sound engineer. I think I want to know about. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was a head sound engineer at CBC. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so I got to hear all the behind the scenes stuff and and famous people and and when they went to do like country music stuff and everything else, and it's like. Uh, most of them don't do it live. They take their, yeah. their pre-recorded and just lip sync to it. So Yeah. And see that, that kind of boggles my mind. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I've thought it's really interesting because my kids love to jump around, dance and sing. And of course they're always well, like, you, come on, you dad, can't. you got to do it too. And you can't, you can't jump around and be super active and sound good still. It It, it doesn't happen. So, I no. mean, that in itself, you have to realize if you're going to go to a concert, there's a high chance that you're actually just listening to the pre-recorded music with something really cool happening in the background, right? And and you're really only paying to go see almost like a live movie of someone walk around and lip-syncing to their own music. Yeah. So. Yeah. If, um, there's a few exceptions because apparently Beyonce can. But Yes. Yes, I've heard that. There's, and uh yeah, I've also heard there's the, a couple of things, I've heard but, Pink yeah. can too, but I'm not a hundred percent. I can't I don't quote me that yeah. that is but I've I've heard that. So I'm not Yeah, uh, yeah, because it's like yeah, there there are exceptions to the rules, but boy, I mean, because even when I've done like care facilities and I'm going around and because I I don't actually love being separated from my audience. Okay. I I don't like that. Like I don't care how many people I just like to be really connected because I, I give them hell too. If they put spotlights in my face, well, we got to be able to see, we'll shine it somewhere else or like yeah. make it different because I'm like, if I'm blinded and I can't see my audience and connect and look into some people's eyes and see how the reaction's going, like I feed off of that. Like I love that part of, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, getting down and mingling and flirting with all the people and, you know, just ha- making them have fun and just, yeah, right. enjoying that whole experience with them. So I don't yeah. like that separation being up on a stage and just, so usually I start up on a stage and then I'm jumping down and I'm off. Cool. And, and that's it, right? I mean, it's all about the experience when you're, when you go to a concert, you, you 
people want to get as close to the person that they possibly can. And, and if you're offering that as, as uh, the interactive experience, I mean, that's, that's the whole show. I mean, I remember when, um, uh, you know, artists started making, uh, instead of it just being the flat end of a stage, they started having the catwalk that walked out between everybody. And that was mind blowing to think that not only did they got this catwalk and they've got audience all around them, um, but being able to now open up uh, and I'm sure this is all a marketing ploy to, to be like, we can get even more floor yeah. tickets by, yeah. by extending the stage out. But I thought it from, from a, um, kind of like that customer value point of view. I mean, why, why wouldn't you want to have the opportunity to be that close up to the stage when an artist is, is uh, playing? Right. So exactly. It's, it's that whole thing. And it's, and, and we as artists, and at least speaking from my point, I like that because that's, that's what I'm looking for. Cause I'm like, am I making you happy? Am I connecting with you? Are you with me on this? Like, you know, and cause without them, there's no me. Yes. So, yeah. you, you know, and, and that's, that's the part, like some people I think get too full of themselves and it's like, you're nothing without your fans. Yes. Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> you know? exactly it. So, right. I mean, that's, uh, I think where, where I think Metallica had made a, a few mistakes being, you know, complaining about the people and, and downloading music and that whole Napster thing that happened. And in the end, it's like, okay, so that happened on such a small, um, value compared to the amount of people that would still love them when it bought their albums and stuff. And I think that cost them a lot of fans out there by complaining about people and, and the music and stuff. And because in the end, it's yeah. still the fans that, that, pay you and 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 i like i hate to put it in that value of it being it's so simple and and but it is true right i mean you're performing mm -hmm. and what continues to pay you and what continues to get you into other theaters and stages and shows is the fact that your your fans love you and the, and the performance that you you provide for them exactly and yeah. and that's what you've always got to be it's about them not about you <laughs> yes yeah exactly and and, it, and i think that's the point too with the music way it's going because you mentioned about the you liking sort of that old music which is sort of where my music goes because mm -hmm. i called it retro modern country because i'm trying to pull it back i am going against all the big boys on this <laughs> it's, and it's not easy up. you know and and, and oh, it's no. i'm taking the hard 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 route and i'm self-financing the entire thing myself too oh, so wow. i haven't gotten any grants nothing i so i have zero help so i'm i i had sold my whole house and everything that i had and um i'm looking after my 83 year old dad and um Wonderful. so i i may end up on welfare so Please like me. <laughs> no, no not, not with a sense of humor and a voice like that. You're going to be fine regardless, right? Uh, I mean, well, well, we even tried a thing on, on for YouTube because I have all these hits and like it's so few people that hit the stupid like and subscribe button. So we're trying to come up with all these creative ways to get people to, you know, it doesn't cost you anything and it helps us. Like it's yes. the one way that you can pay us in a way. It's like not pay and it doesn't cost you anything, you know you know, get even with the big boys and they have to pay us, That's you right. know, so, right. <laughs> you know, you know I have struggled even every time you hit that button. <laughs> I have struggled with this and, and it's one of those things that I eventually, I just had to overlook because I mean, I'd love doing what I do because I just love doing it and being able to talk to people yeah. and, and bring this type of interaction to, to the listeners out there. But there has been many times when we first started off, I was just like, 
well, how fucking lazy can you be? You watch the whole video and you can't just push that little thumbs up. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and it's, it's, I think eventually you just have to let that go because it will literally drive you nuts. But at the same time, I think people do forget the value of what that brings, especially for, uh, independent artists and, and starting off. Yeah. Right. And, and it, it really well, does. Well, I even difference. brought, brought those little things. I came up with an idea. So <laughs> go on. <laughs> so I, I got the, yeah, I know. See, see, you, you're getting me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the little stickers because you see, I got the pillows because I saw somebody had those pillows. So I got the little stickers. Yep. Like and subscribe. And you know how the staples have the easy button? Yes. So, so I bought the easy button. And so I put it here and then I have the like and subscribe and I go, don't be a boob. Hit like and subscribe. I'm easy. You're not that easy. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> See, this This is, I feel like, something women can get away with with because of boobs and a good sense of humor. This is Guys can't get away with that. We, we get in a lot of trouble if we try to do something like that, right? I'd have someone all over me for some type of weird harassment well, you thing. you put it on the head. Don't be a boob. That's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I got a good enough sense of humor about myself. Maybe I could. I could just be like, don't be yeah, a dickhead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, that's great. I, maybe I can have to start doing that. So, if not, I'm, I'm sure I'll have a, a series of friends and or listeners out there who would agree and, and make sure, oh, no, you totally get away with that. Yes. <laughs> so, no, that's really, really cool. All right. Um, so, uh, this, this has actually been fantastic. I mean, I do, I do want, of course, here, you do, I mean, for the people who have not watched the video out there and listened to your lowest voice, could you give us that note? Will that pick up right now? I don't know. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. All right. We'll give we, it. A, we'll we give can, it a try. I mean, we, we can give it a try. Yes. I'll, I'll have to just. All right. <laughs> la 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 wow that is low. like i mean and that is that is somewhere that clearly if you were pulling that off in 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 the wrong time that i could see exactly being a problem when it comes to the dating life. i know well they had me challenge like uh say you are my baka and do all this stuff and and I play on TikTok and stuff like that. And so, well, and my point was on, on Guinness because they were, they were hassling me about this C1 33.57 hertz. And then I think eventually just a week or two ago, they've decided in their infinite wisdom, they've moved me up to C1, which actually I hit a B0, but we went for the note that was nice and solid and showing because I couldn't literally hold my vocal cords as stable. So some people are like, Oh, you're doing vocal fry or doing that. Vocal fry does not pick up on the, on the sonogram properly. So you can't get that steady note if I was using vocal fry. Okay. But because it, it travels over the electronics differently and you can't hear it quite clear. Yeah. It, what happens is, um, frequency modulation doesn't get picked up. Yeah. The frequency modulation can't like, crazy. yeah, my engineers yeah. can explain <laughs> why it's not what people keep kind of kind of going and it's it's just um so they had me sing baba black sheep so to prove my point that it was a bad day mm -hmm. i started singing at a zero and then i i dropped the end note and we had it on the sonogram reading so you could see it went from a zero <laughs> to 
down to the 20 hertz. Of course, I sent that over to my video guys, and they're like, can you take the captions off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it, it, it's, um, it, I mean, honestly, listening to that, it would be like listening to Baba Black Sheep by The Exorcist, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we were like, death metal version, Baba Black Sheep. I'm like, mm -hmm. Norwegian Black Metal. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Norwegian Black Metal. <laughs> it's true. Wow, that is that is fantastic. And I mean, it's very good for you too. Uh, and, and it really does show uh, a, a wonderful vocal range that obviously you're hitting something so low and uh, clearly well, your day-to-day -day voice is not that low so that's good <laughs> no well well yeah because it's like because i have hypermobility syndrome and so they're actually i'm booked to actually schedule to um they want to scope my vocals and and see what's happening actually from a scientific perspective okay on how i'm reading those notes so i'm i because of covid they couldn't do my vocal scoping because i was actually supposed to have it already but yes. uh, but yeah I, I have some scientists that are actually wanting to take a look and see what what's strange about because, your body. <laughs> yeah, because well, I'm you can't tell, but I'm like five foot one and three quarters. Okay, and so I'm just I was curious. Pounds, I was so. curious because I yeah, think I saw so a couple of your I'm, videos, I'm, and I'm like, I can't tell if she's really short or really tall. <laughs> I'm really tiny, but yes, I I think big thoughts, so yes, I'm always like, that's good. I'm like that little dog that's like, but I'm a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's okay. I've got a dog who's a big dog or a mid-sized dog that thinks believes that she's a tiny dog and and she jumps uh -huh. on you as if she thinks she's tiny and she's not very light or tiny. So it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's kind of that opposite <laughs> thing. Yeah, so that's right. I, yeah. I have that. Well, because I, I also grew up on a farm. And so I was always the extra boy. And because I also did massage therapy for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. I'm strong like both. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, working on a farm alone, right? I mean, that first of all gives you that extra forearm strength. and <laughs> Yeah. And so, yeah, I used to arm wrestle and I used to beat the guys at the arm wrestling. And, and like when I'm lifting the bags and stuff, because even my manager the other day, because we have this one bag and I was doing some uh, shows and I brought our small bag for small bag shows. Um, <laughs> and uh, some guys were offering to help and I'm like, and I, I, I'm trying to be considerate because I'm going, it's, I don't think you want to carry this bag. So I'm like hauling it upstairs and through a pathway over a bridge to the little outdoor thing that we're going. <laughs> and then the guys pick up the bag and they're like going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it's like over, it's over 100 pounds, this thing, you know, and oh, I'm wow. like slinging it and going up. And it's like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we could tell it was heavy. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't <laughs> see, I, that that I, I could see why most guys would be uh, very uh, almost demasculated by, by the fact that uh, they'd be like, oh, well, no, it's a I'm hard point. I know because I'm like and I feel bad because I'm going like, well, I don't want them to hurt themselves. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, me, my, and I'm my, doing this in heels too. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would be like, nah, nah, she's with me. Don't, don't mess with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. You're like a secret weapon, right? I mean, yeah, it, it, like people so, will completely uh, underestimate you. <laughs> well, that's the, the bad part with the injuries because I can't, I still have that bull strength in there and yet I'm deemed handicapped because my shoulder can sublux from the socket and now I get numbness and tingling if I was to do, because I used to do massage therapy 12 hours a day and it doesn't bother me. I did deep tissue work uh -huh. worked, and, and I can still do it, but it's just like I start getting so much pain and stuff. I can't do it. And then the hip had 
it also got ruined. So it kind of subluxes from the socket. So I had to retrain myself how to actually walk again. And, oh, wow. you know, working with a cane, learning how to go up and down stairs. And mm-hmm. so it was, it was a, <laughs> a long go with that. But so it's hard because it's like, my brain still doesn't want to register that I'm really can't yeah. do stuff. You're, you're not and I'll do little things like that. Cause I can, I can still do it. <laughs> it's just, my body doesn't always like it after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, you know what it makes? It makes me think of one of my favorite Sean Patrick Flannery, uh, Flannery uh, comments. Are you a leprechaun or a leprechaun? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're always the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, I, 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 it's really funny that you'd mentioned this. Like, so for someone, cause I, I was just actually, I had some lower back issues because of all this moving and stuff I've been doing. And, uh, I was at a, um, a masseuse the other day and, and he does acupuncture. And, uh, this is the first time I've ever had acupuncture. And I'm lying there with a bunch of needles in my back and feeling fantastic, by the way. This guy does an amazing job. And I, I'm lying there thinking, well, who takes care of the people? that that massage and and acupuncture other people when they get hurt like who do they go to do they they, do they turn around just be like i just stick a needle in myself and make this pain go away or or do they have to go to someone else hopefully just as talented as they are that is the trick um because yeah i've i've worked with other people so my kines and my physio guy who also does dry needling and stuff they still have me work on them (laughs) and then we trade (laughs) (laughs) i'm all about the bar system (laughs) yeah because part of the the problem is too is like they're the people in their office are just as exhausted and so it's like so it's hard to also book into them and so um so yeah i'm kind of the tag team extra person that goes (laughs) 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 they still call me in so it's like We'll, we'll trade. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling good. What What do you need right yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right. So uh, I don't. I don't want to. I know we're we're obviously getting close on time, but I definitely want to make sure we guess uh, some of these uh, fun questions for you. So, uh, are are you ready for some of our uh, slightly slower than average rapid fire questions? Okay. This, this is this is normally with Maddie G. Uh, I don't always uh, do this exact same way that he does, but I'm going to try my best. Okay, okay, here we go. Rapid fire <laughs> what made up word would you register into the English language? Uh, another. Another? <laughs> like, like as in another, but spelled differently? Or like, what's your definition? Well, it's just something friends have noticed. <laughs> I say, well, we'll just put another another one of those in there i say another another okay yeah well and and also instead of saying vegetable i say vegetable vegetable (laughs) all right you know what i always get made fade uh, i get made fun uh for for saying potatoes so uh, i i don't know it sounds right to me and my mom says it the same way so (laughs) but but I, i know it's like things you grow up with and it's like and so when I was like, oh, yeah, I suppose that was the right way to say that. But it's just like, and it's so ingrained in habit in your head. So you just end up, well, yeah, yeah I, I like your vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> like yeah, that's vegetables. good. Yep. <laughs> my, my, uh, my youngest daughter says pusgusting. And, and now that we say that in our family all the time now, we don't say disgusting. We say it's pusgusting. So I know it's, it's funny when they do that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's really good. Uh, what is the scariest dream you've ever had? Scariest dream. Um, well, the other night I had one about crabs. 
attacking. And my cat was really good, though. She was rescuing me. Okay. Um, okay. Good. I, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that those were of the seafood variety. All right. Uh, I'm hoping. <laughs> that, but, you know, that I, I had mentioned that, that funny enough to my manager. <laughs> 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 all right it's <laughs> good that's good like mine's uh what superpower do you wish you could have i want to um be psychic and read everybody's minds really that's the most dangerous one i mean because you can't turn that off sometimes right and then then I it's know. just forced and everybody's just thinking about you and you, you know everything they're thinking so i know it, it's good. really good because yeah i i really hate people that lie and tell you different things stories so i like to you know yeah that's good that's a good way of saying it yeah all right what's your earliest childhood memory um sitting on a floor looking at my mother's skirt i was here at cloverdale but i was raised in vernon but um yeah the old farmhouse i would say that was probably the earliest i was probably a year and a half okay that's still really good um, what foreign language would you like to learn? That was easy, Spanish. Spanish, okay. Well, that's because most of my team are Latino okay. variety, and they speak Spanish all the time. Also, I grew up in a Spanish church, too, so I kind of, I used to be able to understand it. And then, okay. of course, with my mimicking, I I can, you know. You're like, I think I know what I'm saying. <laughs> and they used to play around with me because I'd, I'd, acted so a lot of the church thought i spoke fluent spanish because i learned how to speak gibberish in it so well that <laughs> Lies. <laughs> that's really cool that's fun um oh okay if you could go to any decade what decade would you like to live in probably the 50s 50s yeah that's a good choice that's one of my favorite i, I feel like i'm yeah, out of the, the, the wrong time period sometimes yeah, it's just kind of retro, nice, and the people were nice. Yeah. I, actually, the only thing that gets me about the 50s, though, if you ever look at, at old photographs of, like, say, this guy was 18-year-olds in the 50s, he actually looks like he's 43. Like, I don't understand <laughs> that. I'm just like, how is this guy, like, he looks like my father does now at the age of 18. I, I, all I could think of is it's got to be, like, wartime. It just aged people horribly, right? Yeah, I think I think things did really age you. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Uh, toilet paper. Do you like it over oh, the yes, roll the or over under? The under, under yes. the roll. Well, funny on that one because I go both ways. <laughs> right <anything>. on. <laughs> I know. Is, is, is it, now, is it just because you don't have a preference or is it because w you see the... You see the <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it because you see like the like the, the, the preference you're just like oh this actually works both ways depending on how i'm feeling or you're just like i just don't give a shit kind of both it's like it's like when i was younger and they had those scooped rolls that went down with the silver inside the wall yeah i always liked how it fell down that way okay yeah all right and so to me, it just seemed nicer coming out that way and then sticking out like why wouldn't you want it down closer and you know yeah yeah see now that was just my thing we always grew up in having it uh, like the downwards and it was because we had a cat and that cat used to get up and unroll the toilet paper so if we did it the wrong way my dad would get pissed because there'd be toilet paper everywhere so and oh, that, yeah so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's maybe where this big argument actually came from and, and people would sometimes say uh <laughs> <laughs> whether or not yeah. uh you know it was because of a, a pet or something at some point or just See, you know, my, young my kids cat, 
my cat was attacking the toilet roll paper and I took a picture of her because, of course, it was during our toilet paper pandemic part. Um, <laughs> the worst time. <laughs> Gilly, damn and, you. I had to save that. <laughs> exactly. So it was like, it was all fun and games till you realized it was the last roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she graduated to paper towels and I'm like, so, so I was like, Toilet paper rolls are for sissies. I'm a big girl now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, I mean, especially during the pandemic, and and I, I mean, where we are, it was. I, I mean, it was. I was disgusted with the amount of people who were taking up all the toilet paper. It was just ridiculous. But I would feel like either I have to re-roll it back onto the roll, which, by the way, always looks horrible. Or you, I, I, I actually thought about. It. I contemplated creating a device that would then you could just take that toilet paper and stuff it in, almost like a toilet paper Kleenex box, so that you. Can kind of just pull it back out of the top when you needed it but i refuse to let it go eating it she oh. just like she just like chomps into it and rips it oh. and gets all her aggression out on it so yeah. it's like yeah. no i know that one my, my cat takes the the it's definitely the um that uh the paper towel uh loves a roll of paper towel she decimates it so whenever we get the yeah, big cat, one of them goes down for her to play with yeah, yeah, so I, I feel like we must be pissing away money or something. We must get to a certain yeah, point I know. where we can just throw toilet paper and, and paper towel away. <laughs> um, oh, what was the first movie you've watched that ever made you cry? Uh, probably Anna Green Gables. Oh, really? Okay. Anna Green and Anna I was Gables. Anna Green Gables, by the way. Were you? Expo 86, P&E Pavilion. Wow. I got picked as an Anna Green Gables. That's awesome. You definitely have the look for it. So I really, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. And I'm also Jolene. And Jolene. I am Jolene. Wow. Dolly Parton's Jolene. I, I was going to say that that's, uh, that's one of our favorites around the house is, is Jolene. So. Oh, is it? Because I'm yeah. reading, you'll love this. I'm trying to get in front of Dolly Parton, working really hard. We're trying to get my song because everybody loves the idea. I rewrote Jolene. Did you? So I I wrote it to her music and it's called yours, Jolene and I'm Jolene writing her back. That's actually really cool. I want to hear that. So, that that's really yeah, awesome. Cause I've got all the words and we've done a music video and we've got Grammy award winning guys that have played on it and everything. So we're just about to release that. That's amazing. And okay. You got to make sure you send us the link for that. We'll post it up because I, I that is something I think needs to be done. There's the retort from well, Jolene. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I go, youth and beauty I may bring, but you wear his wedding ring, his life bound to yours eternally. Years beside him as his mate, how much do I really rate? I cannot compete with you, yours, Jolene, because I'm writing her a letter back. Ah, I love it. That's really cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah we're looking forward to that one. So that's really cool. <laughs> um, all right. If uh, Okay, so we talked about uh, if you had uh, a, almost a billion dollars. So we normally say we ask people, if you have a million dollars, what would you do? If clearly, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? Um, I'd build a probably a health and wellness kind of spa. I love helping people. Um, so my whole thing is... Uh, well, that's why I wrote treasures and the things I, I left behind because you can't take money with you. And nope. so I love, that's my whole thing is I love helping as many people as I can. Um, that's just, I've been like that since I was a little girl. And if I've got it and I can help somebody, I just do. Interesting. So Interesting. It's, it's um, yeah. So it's, um, so I definitely make JRFM play my music on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's by a, a radio station because I'm like, 
and let the little guys get in there for a change. Yeah, well, and that's what it's all about, right? There's amazing uh, new artists out there that just don't get to see the light of the day because they're still overshadowed by all, uh, shadowed by all the uh, the popular singers that are. Yeah, that made and their it's way, a big so. boys club, and they, they don't let people in too easily. So it's yes. like you're really fighting. Yeah. And get in there. So. Yeah, we had uh, artist uh, Dellen Gray on the show not too long ago, and we were talking about how hard it is for a woman still in this day to break into the music industry. And it's absolutely mind boggling how much of this is still an old boys game. Yeah. And right now there's only male country singers. There's not female. Yes. So I'm doing everything. I'm like female country singer, older and <laughs> no and, and trying to do something yeah no no you're not old no <laughs> I'll, I'll pretend i'm young. that's right you're, you're <laughs> only as old as you let yourself be that's that's my oh yeah of life, I, well, so. I always said i'm going to be 80 and jumping up on the counters like, that's true yeah so that's just, good I'm, right? I'm bouncy yeah. did, did, did you see there was a video not too long ago of a 98 year old um a figure skater that she was actually out on the ice skating and she was still performing and, and she looked fantastic. I'm like 98. I mean, I oh, felt yeah. like, I, oh my God, if this woman hits the ice, that's the end of it because she was so frail. No, but, but if, if you're, if you keep your bone density up and you keep active, that's why I just, I don't want to quit doing stuff. And that's why I keep pushing myself, even though I hurt sometimes. It's like, I got to keep that muscle and that bone density up. And, yeah. and that's very important. Yeah. yeah. It's where you go downhill when you do actually get older is that the bones get brittle. So you can't let that happen mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Um, oh, do you believe in aliens? Definitely. Good. Good. Uh, there's very, very few people that we come across that say no. Uh, and, yeah, I, and, yeah. I, and I still get Robert Wall a hard time for that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> are, uh, oh, are you left-handed or right-handed? I am ambidextrous. Oh, another another. I go both there. ways again. Oh, wow, it just—it's a reoccurring theme here. Get it, everyone? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of this show, everybody will get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what gets on your nerves? <laughs> oh, okay. I said to Dave on that question, it's like, oh, that's a laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, every week I come up with something new. I don't know if it's just me getting old and crotchety, you know, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I know it's like pick a subject. It's like, oh, right. y- y- you know, so it's uh, yeah, there's just uh, uh, from anything from the keyboard bullying to, uh, you know, it's, you know, and again, like the lying thing or people just not being up front, yeah. uh, you know, all the stuff I have to go through every day in this industry. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it, it's weird because, because really when it comes down to it, it's other people. That's the biggest annoyance, other people. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm if you were a little bit more like you, everything would be fine. Exactly. What's wrong with me? That's right. right? See? That's, <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the whole thing in life. You got to be able to clone yourself so there's more of you. And then that way the world becomes a better place. So uh, <laughs> are, are you uh, an iPhone or an Android person? Uh, again, I go both ways. Okay. You just got two phones. You're just like, I got to make sure I cover all my bases just in case there's an app yeah. out there I want. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. That, that's dedication. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to compare the phones. So I got the Apple uh, 12 Pro Max and I got the Samsung Ultra 20 Note. <laughs> So uh, is this just because you go like you want to be like I need to make sure I sound good on both these models of phones? Is that is that uh Yeah, everything, you know, and and then taking the picture and then of course Dave my manager likes the Apple better and I'm more used to the Android, so 
um, but he's doing most of the picture taking. So. All right. So I, I guess now my question is who has the better camera? Because that's always the big question, right? We haven't learned how to use my Samsung. <laughs> Well, then I'm going to take that as iPhone for the win. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I, I am one of those advocates where I, I poo-pooed iPhone for the longest time. I was very Android. Uh, I started off iPhone. I loved it. But then I got into Android. And I love the fact that uh, that Apple got to a point where they, they had their like steely grips into everything. Like you couldn't do anything with your phone unless you connected it to your damn computer and synced it every week. And I fucking hated that. And, and now... Um, I, I have an iPhone again and I realized that they've, they've gotten rid of all the things I hated about it. And I, I love having an iPhone again. So I don't, it's, uh, I, and then I feel bad because I, I think I've influenced a lot of people out there that no, 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 you don't want an iPhone. You want to go with Android. Now they got hooked into Android and I'm like, Oh man, you got to get an iPhone now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, I am the, the biggest technological jerk out there. <laughs> um, what do you do when you can't fall asleep? I do brainwave entrainment. <laughs> okay. All right. Is, is, is that as binaural a, beat? Yeah. The binaural tones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did that for a while. I kind of liked it. Uh, I've always yeah. just found like white noise works. So I throw a fan on nowadays. Yeah. And I, well, I have my fans on constantly. I do that too. The water running thing, all, all the, all of the above. Now, do you find it as, as a, as a fan goer, the, the same as me, do you find it that when you don't have moving air in a room that it, you just start sweating for no reason? Oh, just be in menopause. That does it instantly. Oh, okay. well, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, I, I just, I, I don't know. I couldn't understand because it was, it was cool the other day where I was and uh, I thought, oh, this is fantastic. And then all of a sudden I started sweating. I'm like, what is going on? And I realized because the air wasn't turning over, I was feeling like stifled. And uh, I don't know. I was just like, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe, I don't you know, know I how a horrible I feel health anymore. condition I don't know about yet or, <laughs> or I need more flowing I know, air. Cause I, yeah, because I do air filters too. So because. Mm -hmm to keep the allergies and make sure I don't get sinus problems and stuff. So I run all these air cleaners in mm -hmm. my room. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I'd be without. Yeah. The flowing air. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Let me tell you. Uh, I, had to do, I had to do one of those sleep <laughs> clinics and it was like, I, I did not last through the night. I had to get out. <laughs> it was, it was, a, yeah, it was horrible. Um, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? Um. Well, I'm pretty partial to burgers. Okay. I like Mr. Mike's burgers and I like the Mike sauce. Okay. And I also do teen burgers and A&W. And A&W teen burger. Yeah. So everybody goes, she's getting hyperglycemic or anything like that. Throw a burger at her head. She's happy. And then, <laughs> and then, and then there's the thing, like if he wants me to smile a certain way, it's like teen burger. <laughs> okay. That's so there's, good. A, there's an, give him the context. Yeah. Don't lie. <laughs> the, the teen burger smile. Because I like them. No, my exact words were: "You look at look at the camera." We're now. like I like look, look at like, like a teenager. Look at a lover. Yeah. Oh, right? ah. and that was weird. If I want a sexy look from you, then I would say teen, teen burger. burger. Teen yeah. burger. That's <laughs> the cue for a sexy look. All right. But that's also the way Ooh. that she looks at people. Yeah. Teen so burger. You want, you want her to look at you sexy, like then you just say teen burger. Like <laughs> we're going to bring the show to a new level just by saying teen burger all the time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a crush on a uh, a fictional character a tv movie character anything like that and if so who 
No, I'd say the closest thing was, um, was, uh, oh, mine's going blank. Um, Remington Steele that also played James, but Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Yeah. By the way, he I, looks I would... fantastic old. I know. I I saw him the other day and I was just like, oh my God, this guy looks fantastic. I wish I looked that old or that good one. Yeah, that 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 one pretty much did it for me. But yeah, I I can't say a fictional character ever. No, no. no? Okay, that's good. Um, All right. Uh, The other thing I had for you was what is the one thing that makes you totally lose track of time? You. Oh. Fantastic. I'm liking this already. <laughs> I guess I can ask you my last question, which is going to be, what is your favorite podcast you've been on in the last 12 hours? It could only be this freaking awesome podcast. You've heard it, folks. It gets that exciting. Uh-huh. It is. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Joey, thank you very much. Guaranteed to almost not get you pregnant. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh it's true it's true <laughs> well i can't thank you enough for being on the show it has been wonderful i cannot believe how fast the time has flown uh we definitely we're going to want to circle back around with you i want to know more about uh jolene uh when that comes out and um i also got off too <laughs> exactly um so this yeah. is a wonderful time for you to pitch a little bit about uh, yourself a little bit about albums and where people can find your music and any social media or anything that you're passionate about I am everywhere <laughs> and soon to be also plastered all over my beautiful car. Um, ah, excellent. <laughs> Nothing says it like a good yeah, wrap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like protects my car and it's an advertising billboard. Okay. Of course, my car is really nice and sexy looking and it's going to kind of ruin it a little bit, but oh, well, that's the price. The price of fame. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Joy Chapman music pretty much everywhere. So joychapmanmusic.com, Joy Chapman music on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm on Joy Chapman music, Facebook. You can, yeah, pretty much find me. YouTube, Spotify, YouTube yeah, Spotify. I was say, don't forget that, like the everywhere. more the important ones where people have to download, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can download and, and I have a thousand CDs coming in physical ones. And oh, and then you're going to really love the the, the new uh, cover that's going to eventually coming out. Okay. I, I had this funny idea for retro modern country, so follow up album or or poster because it was supposed to be on this album, but it was taking too long, so I went for the old design. Okay, but uh, okay, picture this: Vancouver Viaduct, mm-hmm. uh, horse. Okay, me as Lady Godiva. All right, on the horse. <laughs> and then there's a GPS coming off of the horn of the saddle. <laughs> All right. And me with headphones on with the phone in my hand and the cowboy hat on, but you know, naked. And and then the cop pulling me over for distracted driving. All right. I mean, I think you yeah. had everybody at naked, so that worked out really well. <laughs> so, everybody, if you are going to be in the market for a new album, let me tell you, uh, this is where you need to pick it up and uh, make sure you jump over to all the social media and follow her and don't and be YouTube a boob. And follow me. Yeah, don't be a boob. Hit don't like and subscribe. <laughs> Please hit that thumbs up. It means a lot to everybody, including us here at the Freaking Awesome Podcast, where we love all our guests and being able to bring them to you 
so you can enjoy them more. So get out there for all the people, of course, who are on the road right now and uh, listening to this after the live uh, showing. We'll make sure that we post up a wonderful picture of Joy on our guest section of our website, as well as our social media links and anywhere where you can get to our music. And again, don't be a boob and hit that thumbs up. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks again, Joy. We'll have to make sure that, of course, uh, you know, you have to keep in touch with us. Let us know what's happening in uh, your wonderful well, yeah. world. And uh, also, uh, make sure you give us the, uh, that link for, for the uh, Jolene's rebuttal. That That is... Yeah, I will. I love, yeah. I, I love this concept, and I'm really, really excited to hear it. Will do. Thanks so much, Anthony. So, this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter. Is the Fab 4 you can get us on Instagram. Is the Fab Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. The Fab Podcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, uh, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. Eh. <laughs>